I'm James Bryan Smith. Welcome to the Things About Podcast. You're listening to episode 123. Today's thought from above is this. Create a vision for life. If you missed the pod episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our minds on good, beautiful, and true thoughts, on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. And that is why we do this podcast, to provide for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell upon so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. We desire a lot of things all the time. I want my children to be well. I like having a wonderful time with my friends. I enjoy eating a delicious meal. I like to play tennis. I want my favorite football team to win. And I love it when they do. And I'm sad when they don't. I want to have a great marriage. And I believe I do. Thanks, Megan. We all want a lot of things. And God made us this way. Made us creatures who desire. Because our desires drive us to behaviors. Now, not all of our desires are good. And in fact, when we desire the wrong things, our lives go badly. But let me ask a question. What are the deepest desires in your soul? Are there things that God has planted in your soul for you to long for, for me to long for? I believe there are. Let me name a few of them. And I'll put them in the first person. In other words, from my perspective, because these are things that I desire. And I suspect deep down, you do as well. Deep down, I want to live a good life, a life that is good. Deep down, I want to be a good person. Deep down, I want to live a life that's free from loneliness and fear and anxiety. Deep down, I want to be filled with peace and joy. Deep down, I want to love my neighbors as I do myself. Deep down, I want to be free of anger, envy, lust, covetousness. I just don't want them in my life. Deep down, I would like to have no need for others to praise me, and I would like not to be paralyzed and humiliated when people dislike or neglect me. Deep down, I want to have the inspiration and strength to lead a life of creative goodness. Sounds pretty good so far, doesn't it? Let me add two more. I would like to have the strength to be able to bless those who curse me. Now, I'm not there, but I would like to be. And one last one. I would like to live a life of abundance. Not material abundance. I'm old enough to have seen through that false narrative. Money and fame are actually pretty hollow in themselves. I want to live a life of spiritual abundance. With each of these wants and desires, I am painting a vision for a kind of life, and maybe you want this kind of life as well. Not a life in which we're culturally relevant or intelligent or original and daring, rich and powerful and famous, but a life of constant creative goodness. I find this in the depths of my soul. Now, is such a life possible? Yes. 
can I prove it? Well, I have seen it and I have experienced it in some measure, even in myself. But I first saw this kind of life in my mentor, Dallas Willard. I spent many years with Dallas. And of course, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I've talked about him many times. So I will let someone else describe Dallas. In her book, Stages of the Soul, Nancy Kane writes about Dallas in this way. Following the example of Jesus, Dallas was able to tenderly and insightfully bring God's truth to the scholar as well as the unschooled worker. Authentically gracious, gentle, humble, and kind, Willard also lived out what he taught. He allowed himself to be so formed by God that he became God's light and love to whomever he met. People often commented how motivated they were to more passionately follow Jesus as a result of knowing Dallas. Well said, Nancy. And now notice that last line, though. Motivated to more passionately follow Jesus. Not to follow Dallas, but to follow Jesus. That was his genius. But I and many others saw a way of life from Dallas's own life that was winsome and desirable. And you knew, especially in Dallas's own words, that it was all because he was a student or apprentice of Jesus. Now, I believe it's crucial to set our minds on this way of living, this way of what I like to call kingdom abundance, because that's actually what it is. What Nancy was describing when she's saying, this is how Dallas was, she's describing kingdom abundance that was so evident in his life. But here's the thing. You and I cannot create this kind of life on our own. We need a much higher power. We need the power and the provision of the strong and unshakable kingdom of God to make this a reality in our lives. So how, for example, I said I want to be the kind of person who blesses those who curse him or does good to those who are against me. Now, how, how can I possibly be a person who does good even to an enemy? Or how can I possibly bless someone who curses me? On my own, I have no chance. On my own, I'm just going to try to protect myself. I will labor to make sure I am taken care of. I'll make sure I have enough of what I need. And if I'm harmed, I'll fight back. I will retaliate. On my own, I'm never going to bless someone who curses me. On my own, I will curse those who curse me because that's all I can do in the small and weak kingdom of me. But in the kingdom of God, I can do all things. All of the things mentioned above. Love my neighbor, be filled with joy, live without worry. Because I have all I need and more in the kingdom of God. Which is why the 23rd Psalm is the perfect picture of the kingdom life. In the 23rd Psalm, what do we discover? God's my shepherd. I don't lack anything. God leads us and guides us and protects us through dark valleys and anoints us and nourishes us in abundance and overflowing. When I live in the strong and unshakable kingdom of God, and only then, I can bless those who curse me. I can let go of anxiety. I can trust that God will provide what I need when I need it. And all of that gives me peace and joy. So the vision my soul longs for is possible when I live in the kingdom of God, when I live with the king of the kingdom of God, when I am a student or apprentice of Jesus. 
And that's why I pray several times a day, Thy kingdom come. Not my kingdom come. Because setting your mind on something is to develop a vision, and that's what I'm talking about. Vision is what guides our lives. We don't do anything without first having a vision. So if I say, look, I want to be a person who tells the truth, even when it's hard. I want to be the kind of person who looks at every person I meet as a sacred child of God. I want to be a person who leads a life of joy and power, abundant in supernatural results with a constant clear vision of never-ending life in God's world ever before me and of the everlasting significance of everything that I do, of my work day by day. That's a vision. And those last words were actually Dallas Willard's constant prayer for his life and for those whom he loved. It's a beautiful vision. I actually have it on a bookmark. I see it all the time. In short, I want to live a radiant life, and I imagine you do as well. But it all starts with a vision. If the vision is strong enough, it will lead to an intention. We will intend to live that way. So if the vision is strong, the next question is, what is the way that leads to this kind of living? I see it. I want it. I've seen it in some other people who are living it. How, is, how do I make that real in my life? Well, the answer is the way of kingdom obedience. Because a life of kingdom abundance depends on a life of kingdom obedience. And that will be the subject of episode 125, Kingdom Abundance Through Kingdom Obedience. Until then, get a vision for an abundant life. Write down all the things that you really want in your life for you and ask God to guide you into that life. God is so looking forward to hearing you pray that prayer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next week for episode 124, which is a Things Above conversation with Dr. Jeff Bjork. He's a clinical psychologist who has some amazing advice for us on the issue of self-care and mental well-being as we journey through this pandemic. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast. And if you'd like to donate to the Things Above podcast, you can. You can do so on our website, apprenticeinstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, Things Above. <laughs>